Wing Hilltop Podcast. I'm here with Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello. And Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, Dan. And Lucas. Hello, Lucas. Hello, Paul. And Graham. Hello, Graham. Hello, Mike. And we've been sitting around talking about D&D for a couple of hours. We're going to edit that down. uh, And anything that's interesting in it, we're going to release as a special episode. So look for a lovely five-minute special piece of content coming your way soon. (laughs) Five minutes. We've been recording for three hours. (laughs) We've been, yeah, we have been recording for three hours, but I don't know how much of it is useful. And it really helps us if you rate and review us on your podcast app of choice, be that Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Google Podcasts or whatever. Beyond Pod. Uh, yeah, and subscribe, but most of all, leave a review. Thanks for listening, and without further ado, let's have episode 31, Ghouls Just Want to Have Fun. So, where were we? We were in the Mist Marsh with um, Cuthbert and Parker Sessions and Burple and no longer Grimbold, who's now who was left face down in the marsh. No, not face down. He was buried with. Well, he buried. Yeah. Did he? Well, kind of. You yes. sort of placed yeah, him. Yeah, I didn't buried you? him. Okay. I'm sure he said words over I him. Did, Immersed yes, might be I, a better word. Well, fact, I, I think did, did we not, I, was, um, I was digging a, 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 a deeper enough hole. Remember, we had a eulogy. Creepy. You did. Yes. It was moving. Wasn't a great eulogy, but it, such yeah. as it was. Uh, but we so we have bug graft anyway. Um, uh, our heroes have been. Uh, anybody remember where we are? Yes, we're in the marsh, Hackney Marsh. And you're in the marsh, we and you are tracking a toad and a bird. You sent Margaret the Sedge Warbler south, or rather, on the trail of because Margaret the Sedge Warbler had seen these um, lizard folk that you are tracking south through the marsh. The lizard folk have got captives. Four captives, you're told by the by the uh, garrison at. Uh, Blackwall Keep, who are under siege by lizard folk, four captives that were taken in the latest raid and dragged into the marsh, one of whom is Marzana, and she is the mage at Blackwall Keep, the battle mage, and she is a friend of Hestapod, who uh, was keen to travel to Blackwall Keep and talk to her about these her reports of uh, nasty undead roaming the hills that are spreading their kind of undeath through these green worms. Yep. But by the time you got to Blackwall Keep, she had been uh, taken prisoner and you're on her trail. You have encountered a sort of uh, pool or, well, you're not sure, a sort of creek or a pool that is blocking your path completely. And Cuthbert started wading through it uh, on the trail and, uh, nasty ghouls started surfacing all around him. He's made a dash back to the bank, but not in time to avoid being paralysed by one of the ghouls. And the other ghouls are closing in. Uh, so in and in they will close. Um, so that's this first ghoul. What's the purple ghoul? The purple ghoul looks like the other ghouls, but has got a sort of larger prehensile tongue. Uh, and seems to be a little bit bulkier and a little bit more kind of scary. A boss ghoul. Some, maybe some kind of boss ghoul, that's a possibility, yep. Uh, so let's have this ghoul. So ghoul number uh, two, ghoul two. Yes. It tries to bite you. Mm-hmm. Um, hitting armor class, rolling a seven, only hitting armor class uh no missing but you have advantage 
against me. Oh, I do. Oh, that's very honest. Okay, rolling again. This time rolling a three. No, still a miss. Excellent. Then uh, another ghoul uh, wades up. Uh, attacking at advantage. Rolling a four and missing, I think. And uh, with that roll, but the second roll is a 19. Armor class 21? Yeah, that'll hit. And I think with paralysis, if I'm right, that all hits against paralyzed creatures are criticals. Is that right? Yes. Any attack yeah. that hits a creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. This one has hit you, and you take 2d6 plus 2, so the maximum damage is that so you take 14 points of damage. Okay. And then this one's also hit you, I'm afraid, so that is another, it's another critical hit. That's another 14 points of damage. 28 points of damage 28 total. 28 points of damage, so I'm left on, on one point. Um, okay, so and then there's the f and then there's the final one, and that uh, ran away from Burple because of the dissonant whispers. Um, and it, but it is in fact your round now, Cuthbert. Um, can you make a saving throw, a Constitution save, because you're starting your round next to this larger one, the stench that you recognise. It's the stench from the woods. Constitution saving throw. I roll a fourteen, getting a seventeen. Fine, so it's your round, you're paralysed. Uh, I don't know what you are able to do when you're paralysed. I'm paralysed, I've got one hit point left. Um, can I do a second wind? I, I don't. I can't see any reason why I can't do a second wind. You can't, it says paralysed creature can't, is incapacitated, can't move or speak, but I guess that means you can do a second wind. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately an incapacitated creature can't take any actions or reactions. Yeah, right. Oh shit. It's a bonus is he incapacitated? Action. Yes. Yes, a paralysed creature is incapacitated, see the condition, and can't move or speak. The creature automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. Luckily it wasn't one of those. And But I can't take a bonus action. Uh, action. You're incapacitated. You can't take actions or reactions. You can't okay. take any actions. I can't do anything. Can't do anything. There we go. Round uh, over. So at the end of your round, though, you get to make a saving throw. At the end of my round, what kind of is this a constitution? Uh, this is a save against the paralysis. Oh yes, yeah. um, and it is a, a DC. It's an easy DC ten constitution save. Okay. Easy in the sense that you failed it last time, even yes. using your earth dice, which you spent. Oh no, but well, we're in a new session, so oh. I roll a ten, getting a thirteen. You're no longer paralysed, Cuthbert. But I'm still here. But and you're still here, but. It's now sessions potentially to the rescue. I hope so. Yeah. Hmm. What to do? But I mean, you got. I mean, there's some. There's fascinating local flora and fauna. Yes, I was thinking I might just wander around a little. Turn them. Yeah. I could try that. Thirty. Tonight's beer, by the way, is from my new favourite brewery, Paul Arbor in Bristol. Oh yes. Pocket Rocket. Ooh. Which is their kind of low alcohol, uh, juicy, hoppy pale ale. And it's absolutely delicious and it doesn't, you know, knock you over. Doesn't it's terrific. Mind. I am not drinking tonight. Okay, I'm going to shuffle up. Well, actually, it's more than shuffle, it's, it's kind of basically move yes. all the way to here. So you're, you're, you're running up and into this little spur of vegetation, vegetation. sticking out yeah. into the creek. And yep. then I will, I will attempt to turn them. Okay, so what what do I have to do? They have to make a Wisdom DC 14 saving throw. Bloody hell, okay. 
let's start with the one that is running away from Burple. No, he, he's yep. out of range. It's only the oh, he's out of range. Okay. Cuthbert. So just the ones. That, sorry. So just the ones that are surrounding Paul, right? Okay. So um, the first one, DC fourteen, uh, and its wisdom is uh huh. Okay. Um, it rolls a five, but it's rolling an advantage and rolls a 14 with the second roll, so it's not turned. The next ghoul rolls a 17 and is okay. The next ghoul, the third active ghoul, as it were, rolls a 1, but is rolling at advantage, so it gets another go, but only rolls an 11, so it's turned. And finally, the uh, the big one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually, it saves a no better, so it's the same... Uh, uh, no, rolls a 14. Why are you rolling an advantage? Dunno. Something about these uh, undead, specifically. Oh. Seems to be that they are somehow uh, resistant to your uh, turning powers. Our charms. Yeah. So, um, well, the one that... Um, yeah. What does it do? Does it act now or does it act in its turn? Can't take... Re- no, I think it acts on its turn. Okay. Well, I'm going to mark it. Yeah. I'm going to mark it as turned. My excellent round just got one, did it? Yes. Okay, that's really annoying. So I'm going to um, summon the um, crushing coin uh, on uh, and send it careering at the... Um, that's a bonus action, send it careering at the uh, purple one. Yeah, okay, the big one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, roll to hit. Yep. It's uh, uh, a 16 on the dice. To hit, yep. Uh, and that does, I think, 1d8 plus 3, if I remember rightly. Just double-check that. Yeah. Uh, so that's 2 on the dice for 5. 5 points of damage. Okay. Uh, excellent. Uh, we move on. Anything else from sessions? No? No, that's everything I, I've moved. We move on. Action and to Bugraft. Right. I'm going to do a guiding bolt on the pink one. Sorry, the purple one. So you're casting Guiding Bolt on the large one. Yes. Yep. Okay. So I roll this and add five. Uh, 16. That's a hit. Okay. So I do 46. Radiant kind of damage, damage, is it? Radiant damage. Radiant. Okay. So yep. I don't know if it's doubled or anything. Yeah, we'll get into that. 18 points of damage. Radiant. One. 18 points of radiant damage. Wowzers. Okay. Uh, yep. Okay. Right, and I mean, it looks—it looks really seriously kind of uh, knocked back by that. You don't know that it was particularly vulnerable to radiant damage, but I mean, you know, twenty-something points of damage is going to make a big difference. Uh, And how high is the water up, up, up to Cuthbert? I mean, if I—I'm a hobbit. If I go in the water, it's up to Cuthbert's chest. So Cuthbert is a half elf. Is that right? Yeah, you're about six foot tall or five foot something. So basically he's five foot six swimming. He's five foot six, two thirds of five foot six. So it's basically it's about three foot and a bit, three foot. Call it three foot eight. The water. Uh, right. So I'd be swimming, probably if I went in. Yeah, you'd have to swim. Uh, okay. In that case, I'm going to take out my longbow. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it. Fast, efficient. Done. It's time for purple to have a round done. Dan's finding the mute button. Yeah, sorry, yes I know. Yes. I'm thinking I have two options. 
I've got another dissonant whispers. But also, I have... On the purple one. A, a rope of climbing. Right. On the purple one, but it's only going to move it away. Paul, are you up? Uh, yeah, I'm still standing, yeah. Just I've got one hit point left. I mean, I might be... Uh, we, we've got one that's turned. Why don't I do it on the... Why don't I do it on the purple one? Yes, I'll do it... I'll do it at... I'll do it at second level. Can you do... Okay. Oh, Learman's tiny no, hut no. on him or something. No. That's a different dungeon. No. Oh. So, have got Le- no. no, you have got Learman's yeah, tiny hut. You cast it last week. Uh, is it? Oh, yes, I do, but it's ranged self. Ah, okay. Hang on, let me just double check. Nine creatures of medium size can fit inside. Yeah. Yes, you're right, ranged self. Okay. Creatures and objects within the dome when you cast this spell can move through it freely. So, boy, hang on, though. I was well, I was thinking about this because it's in the water, right? No, so no, it says creatures and objects when it say you can't differentiate. No, I but I could, you might I could move up and yes. do that spell, giving Paul a shorter escape route. Except he would pull. No, no, you have to. No, no, no you Paul have to do to it be on inside him. the spell when you cast it. But you could do it so that you could move up and do it so that he's within. Well, for radius, radius is nine people. So I could, if I go and stand there. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Then he would be in the radius, and they wouldn't. And they wouldn't. But nor would anyone else. Stand up right next. Yeah, if you go and stand. Sort of but moving through the water is difficult ground, right? Yes. yes. There is the problem. So you can't. Move they don't seem to be affected by it. No. No. I mean, the other thing I have is a rope of climbing, which I could command to wrap around Paul. What, pull him away? Yes. Yes, but it, it but moves... They're going to get attacks of opportunities, aren't they? Well, it's, it's an action, so I'm going to do dissonant whispers. I'm going to well, move... What's your... Do you have a movement spell? I don't have a movement spell, I don't think. Hold on one moment, please call out. Well, with a rope of climbing as well, as it's ten foot around, it moves. Yes, I know, but I could throw it. Oh, I see what you mean. And use an action yeah. next round. Yeah, you'd want to make that roll, wouldn't you? Yes. I don't have a movement spell, though. Because mm-hmm. the Paul's problem is he can only get to here. He can only move three squares away next yes. round. But if he can move three squares, you've you've taken care of one of them. I can potentially take care of one more, maybe the pink one, and then Paul just has to try and resist two hits. Mm. I've got second wind which I can do for 1d10 plus 2. I've also got an action surge, which will give me, on top of a bonus action, um, will give me another action. Mm-hmm. So I could do a uh, second wind. But you're incapacitated. No, I'm not anymore. Oh, no, I you're s- not. But, so you won't be, but they will go first. They're going to go first. Yes. I, I still think our best bet no, They're going to go try first anyhow, aren't they? Mm. Shit, yes. they go before to I'm going to be toast. I can only... Yeah, so... so I have Sorry a round I can basically get try and get rid of one of them and I think try and get rid of the pink one and then so Paul only has to well he sounds like the pink one's yeah. almost dead well no perhaps. the pink it does it mm. well he's probably wounded get rid of it absolutely get rid of it I can have an attack on it as well next on my go so should maybe I maybe I bring out a third level spell on one of the others 5d6 well see what I would say get rid of the pink one first yeah. Well, and then got Parker, the what's your what's your initiative bonus? Plus three. Yeah, mine too. I mean, in theory, Parker, Parker could go first. True. I was going to do well, you this. You always ready your action if you move. Ready your action for after Parker's gone. Yes, I was going to do this unbroken yes. air thing, so that which would push the 
pink creature back and make it, um, and it would be prone if it fails a saving throw. But I don't know. But that's not going to. You, you, we need to damage them. I thought you were going. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does three d ten bludgeoning oh. damage and heart save to half. So it's not a small amount. Yeah. So why don't you do that on the pink one first? So you want me to go first? Yeah. And then you can decide based on what I managed to do to that. Yeah. Okay. Let's well, I can always, that. you know, I can say I'm going to, you know, I'm going to. Well, you don't. Ready. If we, if we're both plus three initiative. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Then it's arbitrary. We can. We don't need to delay. We can decide surely. Or well, what other criteria do you use if we have the same initiative? Yeah. So you go first. Parker. So okay. So I go first. Well, so purple, you're doing what? You're you're readying. We have the same initiative bonus, and we're both on seven. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. We can go either order. All right, so I'm going to move... Well, I can move... It's difficult ground, so I can move four squares. So I will move... Wade through the water, four squares through the water, towards um, Cuthbert. Yeah, yep, got it. And then I will do um, the Fist of Unbroken Air action. Do, do you need to be that close? Um, 30 feet away. But I want to be that close because next round, uh, that's as far as I can move because next round I want to m move up and then start attacking them. It just means that you're going to get an attack from... Yes. You're, you're in range from this one. Yes. Well, I'm in range from all of these ones. Yeah, but you wouldn't be if you were 10 foot back. Yeah, but then I won't get up to them next round, so... Yeah, well, they'll come to you. Yeah. Mm. We're trying to get them off Paul rather than get in amongst them. But okay, it's up to you. Does it, is that really going to make a difference? Well, if you can take the pink one out, Graham has turned the one with the dot on him. If I can do a five d six bit of damage on one of the others, maybe okay, take out another. Hang on a minute. Let's just have another look at that. Let's Paul just has one left to yeah, to resist. So Thirty feet. Okay, so I could um, I could if I move back one square, then I then that's. Well, you're still within, within six, range. but but actually you could make yourself a target if, one, if you want to save Paul, because Paul's only got one hit point. Yeah, that, I mean, well, so that was enough. the idea, yeah. Yes, fine. So ignore me, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's all fine. So you move up so, to within about ten feet of Cuthbert and the ghouls in the water. Yep. Right, so now the purple guy needs to make a DC 13 strength yes. saving throw. Okay, strength saving throw from the big ghoul at the back. Yes. Yes. DC 13. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Rolling a. Come on! Rolling an 18. Oh, it saved really well. Yeah. Uh, okay, so nonetheless, it does take some damage. Blue dice. Yep. So I roll 3d10. Oh, wow. Make, Which one wow. are you attacking? Making Sorry. 26 in total, so it takes half of that, so 13 points of damage. What kind of damage is it? It's bludgeoning damage. Damage is bludgeoning. Uh, oh, I just realised my radiant bolt, my, my guiding bolt, on, yes. the, on the pink one. Yes. The next attack roll made against the target before the end of your next turn has an advantage, thanks to a mystical dim light. Right, well, nobody's attacked it yet. No, sorry. sorry. Um, so, we're okay. Yeah. Okay. So the light so is yeah the, the yeah the guiding bolt works works to guide your allies yeah. to the quarry. So fine. But Parker, that wasn't an attack attack, was it? It was basically a spell. They could save it. It was a so, yes. Yeah. So now it is purple. Unless you have anything else you want to do, Parker. 
No, that's me done. Darn! It's time for Purple Herpish Darn at last. Darn! So it's not dead. How wounded does it look? Um, give me a straight... Do you have the medicine skill? I've got zero Otherwise, ranks. Uh, give, well, so in that case, just give me a straight intelligence check. Zero. Intelligence. Intelligence. Zero. Intelligence. So you're not an expert on uh, undead physiognomy. 17. 17's not bad, though. So you think... Um, we're talking about the big guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you think more than half. You think bloodied. More than half. And we've done 20... Done 30-something points of damage on it. That is pretty much as... as a bang on estimation of how much Okay, well, I'll done. do a third yeah. level uh, dissonant whispers on it. Okay. Um, so, can it make a wisdom saving throw DC 14? Ooh, it doesn't like wisdom saving throws. Good. Uh, rolling a 2, f- rolling off 20. Oh, yes. Okay, so it fails. So yes. It takes, it takes the following damage. What kind of damage is it? It's it's psychic damage. Psychic damage. Okay. Yep. yep. It takes fourteen points of psychic of damage. Psychic damage. Okay. And it has to use its reaction to run away. Understood. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So it looks uh, more significantly wounded than it was before, and it runs away. Can I do an attack of opportunity? You most certainly can. Uh, it goes one. So it runs uh, 30 feet directly south, but Cuthbert, you get an attack of opportunity on it as it it leaves. And so do you, um, uh, Sessions, with your crashing coin. So I get a... I hit armor class 19. Armor class 19 is a hit. And I do... 6 points. 6 points of damage. Okay, it's still alive. Uh, And Sessions? Sessions, uh, 13 for armor class... Exactly does your spell have a reaction? I said it did. <laughs> well, it's a spiritual weapon. You've got. I mean, uh, we've we've had this discussion before. Just asking. Can you not? You want to say it does? It's fine. Well, I can't see why not. I mean, it's also the ghost in it. But okay. Well, I'm gonna. I'm happy for that. So I'll hit some class nineteen. Yeah. How much damage? Five points of damage. Five points of damage. Okay. It's looking very very unwell. I mean, it would look very unwell at the beginning, to be honest. <laughs> but it looks more unwell than when we started. Okay, we're going to start with the ghouls that are on Cuthbert. Yep. Great. Cuthbert Ghoul 1 uh, is, going to, is going to try and scratch you okay. with its claws. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, rolling a nine really that's absolutely hopeless only hitting armor class 11 not good enough I'm so sorry hitting armor class 13 but even so not good enough right not good enough Uh, and it gets only the one attack yep Uh, the second ghoul that's on Cuthbert is going to also try and claw at you this time hitting armor class 14 that's a miss and then the third ghoul, same again. No, third ghoul is running away. Third ghoul's running away. Oh, third ghoul is, yes. And then the third ghoul is running away. So, Cuthbert, you get an uh, attack of opportunity. Cuthbert, you get an attack of opportunity as it runs. Okay. Goes, You've used your reaction. I've used my reaction. 
Yeah. Oh, you already did. So off it goes. Uh, it just moves. That's it just the moves. That's running away. It's the one with the red dot, isn't it? Oh, sorry. Yes, it is. Um, off it. Off it runs. It just runs directly away from you. Uh, sessions, correct? I think so. Yeah. As far as it can, and it just takes two move actions to do so. So it just splashes off into the distance. Yeah, we'll worry about that ghoul later if it ever comes to its senses. Does it get to make a, uh, a save or something at the end of its go? No, I don't think it does. I'll double check. I yeah, would you mind just checking? Away. I'll do the I'll do the rest of my round. But um, I think I, if I remember from the skeletons, including Arthur and Co. in the uh, Temple of Banshivu, they just mm -hmm. kept on going forever. And unless you attack them, yeah, no, it doesn't. It just okay. It must so use its turns to run away. It, in fact, then it, what it will it. do is it 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 submerges. Yes. That's how it's happiest. That's how it moves, and it's so it 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 effectively it it dives into the water, and you see its form, um, eeling away through the murky uh, mire. Yes, nice. Uh, leaving us with two more uh, ghouls or whatever they are. The first one we're going to deal with is the biggie. Mm -hmm. The biggie is going to rush back up to Cuthbert. Mm -hmm. And it's going to try and scratch Cuthbert with its claws. Uh, miss, 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 uh, miss. Well, we'll see. Yes, I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, it has to roll high to get you. It rolls a uh, six, which oh is God. only an 11. And it's a miss. <laughs> oh, thank God. And then we've got the final uh, ghoul is the one that was affected by Burple's dissonant whispers right at the beginning. Yeah. And it's got to make a decision as to whether or not to go for Cuthbert or to go for Parker. And I think it's going to go for Parker. Yeah, so do I. So it streaks north at Parker and it tries to claw Parker, rolling a 12, hitting armor class uh, 16. Which is a miss. Which is a miss. And that is the end of those creatures. And we move on to Cuthbert. Holy incredibly lucky. I'd, incredibly yes. lucky. What, what was I that? I would like to go before Cuthbert. You'd like to go before me? What's your uh, initiative bonus? Oh, well, plus so Cuthbert and Sessions are on the same. Yep. What's your initiative bonus? Um, plus three. I'm on plus three. Be my guest. Cool. Okay. I mean, okay. I'm being nice. You've been going in an order. You seem to be swapping that order around. But whatever. You don't have to be nice. It's only a game. It's just elves. No, no. Off you go. Okay, so I'm going to change my concentration spell. So you're dropping the concentration I'm on... I'm dropping the bless. Yes. And I'm casting in its place... Yes. Beacon of Hope. Beacon oh, of Hope. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what does that do? What does it do? That means, while I concentrate on it, mm -hmm. everyone within 30 feet... Mm -hmm. Yep. ...who I nominate, so the good guys, has advantage on wisdom saving throws, death saving throws... Right. And regains maximum uh, number of hit points for possible for any healing. Oh, you genius. Wow, that's pretty good. Because I suspect you're uh, going to try and heal yourself in a second. I think you When might you right. say maximum healing, yes, just to check on that, though. Yeah, from any healing. Okay. Is what well, it says. Sounds... I mean, I'm reading it from Hero Lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking at it. I'm reading it. The maximum number of hit points possible from any healing. I mean... Can be clearer than that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're talking about using your second wind, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um... 
Okay, I mean, I'm going to say that's healing. I presume it must be. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I'm going to hit the um, uh, purple one with the crushing coin, since it seems to move back within range. Yep, got it, yep. Come on. Oh, 11. Okay, that's probably me down then. Uh, yeah, no, that's a miss, and it's now Cuthbert. Well, Cuthbert, first of all, is going to do his second wind. Thank okay. you. Which will give him 12 hit points of healing at maximum. Yes. Thank you, Graham. And then he's going to, what's the term? Withdraw? Disengage. Uh, with, um, disengage. The disengage action. It's the disengage action. So that's uh, a move move, which will be six. No. Mm. No, it's a single move. You use it's just disengage, disengage action. as your action. No, no, but you could use your cunning move. action as a as a rogue to take the dash action. Is that what you're thinking of doing? I'm thinking of... He says, advising my own players. <laughs> using... Um, is that the a cunning action. action. He's already done yeah. it. Well, the thing is, is I can do a disengage action. Yes. I can do a cunning disengage, and then I can oh, hold do up. my actions. So you've done no, but wait a second. But you've you've used your second wind. Ah, yes, that's true. Is that an action or is that a bonus action? Second wind is bonus action. Fine. So you take a bonus action to use your second wind. You take an action to disengage. You take a move action to move away, and then you take your cunning action as a rogue to dash and move still further. Yeah. So Got it. Uh, it's very... Uh, that's a great round. That's very nicely done. 15, 20. Yeah, you should be able to move a total of six squares uh, away because of the difficult ground. Right. Do I think the radiant damage... Was doing Bug on damage? food. Sorry? Bug on food, sir. Do, do I think Bug the ra- radiant does more damage on them, do I think? Radiant damage? No, uh, mm-hmm. Bug on you food damage. No, I, I see, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Food. Mm-hmm. Bug on mm. food. Yes, sir. Bugs. Bug on food. On Bug food. On food. Sir. Me, sir. Sir. Me, sir. Um, the, uh, no, well, you don't think, no, you didn't get the sense that it was unusually potent. You just get, you, but you did roll 23 points of damage or whatever it was. Right, okay, I'll use my crossbow then on the pink one. Okay. So add Shooting the, going for the, aiming for the, going for the pink, I Steve Davis. An 11. Oh, dear. Uh, that is a miss. That's a uh, completely rubbish. And then I'm going to step back a bit. Okay, stepping away from the bank. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bugraff the. Um, bus- what was he? He's a barbarian. Bugraff mm. the bottler. Um, Bugraff. I'm move to- moving five foot. Step back. That's that, that has no no meaning to it. <laughs> I'm not on the retreat by stepping back five foot. What? You're a barbarian. That's not exactly raging, though, is it? I am a barbarian. No. I'm moving five if foot you're back moving for good sake. I might, I might need to protect myself. The effect of moving that that vital five foot is, of course, that you've <laughs> put everybody else five foot closer, just in case something comes running up. Anyway, we'll move on to Parker. Somebody Sessions who's is not. A, it's my cousin. I mean, I wouldn't do that. You're to hiding him. behind. You have. You've done Unless that. Unless I me. wanted to protect myself, of course. <laughs> Bugraft is sixty-something years old. And you're an uncle, and you're stuff. supposed I think we can all to protect agree with that. the young. I am. I'm here, ready to protect you, Sessions. You've left me exposed. I might have to expose Cuthbert. I think everybody's exposing themselves much too much. Let's go back to Parker. Your great big green galoot. Um. 
What are you going to do? I uh, well, I'm going to. Other than different to Bugraft, I'm going to put myself in the line of fire. Um, oh, your I eyes will. Light up. Yes, my eyes are going to light up. Um, so what I will do is I will move away from the one that's attacking me and up towards the purple one. So take your attack the of opportunity. The purple one is probably unkillable, yeah? You reckon? Uh-huh. Well, it tries to strike you. Rolls a 19, Parker. Hitting armor so class. Uh, 20, uh, 23. Ah, oh, just a hit. Well, do your damage. What? How is your armor class? Anyway, I know. This bothers Character me constantly. it. Those, those, is that cloak you gave me? What? All right. Anyway, off you what, go. What plus your, is Off the you cloak? go on your little journey. I mean, you're, 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 uh, so you, character anyway, you, order. You, character order. First of all, you, you take you some don't damage. Character order. Right? The guy that's standing and taking the blows for us. We should we should order the cowardly ones at the back. No, no, we'll do it. We'll do it later. We'll do it later. Yeah, we'll do it after. The being yeah. right is more important than being alive. Whatever. Being uh, in okay. possession of the magic you, is how much take the following You take the following damage. Following uh, damage. You take 2d4 plus 2 slashing damage. Here it comes. Very exciting. I'm uh, going to have to make some kind of saving throw, aren't I? You are. Uh, you take 6, you take 8 points of damage. Yeah. Slashing damage. Yeah. And can you give me a. Uh, Constitution save, please. You really want to make that roll? You really want to make that roll? Just stop saying yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it really is annoying. I knew, I knew this was going to happen. So, oh, any time you try and do something altruistic, it just basically, I'm going to be anyway. Bites you on the arm. A Constitution save. Oh, 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 oh dear. <laughs> time to roll dear. with your Ort dice, I think. Dear, oh, dear. I, think, dear. I think the Ort dice is coming <laughs> out now. And the. Uh, Okay. So, so you're gonna roll we'll it. do it again. Yeah, you do it again, yeah. And then you get to roll an extra d6. I get d6. to roll a d6. So, oh, oh, oh dear. God's oh, sake. So so roll the d6. Okay. You could get that as well. Well, yeah. what, total, what total are you on? 1d6. No, I'm totally <laughs> What do you want, do you want six so far, plus six. So you need a four. Oh. oh. Damn, 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 damn. Oh, my so God. Damn it. Bang on. Okay. Luck never goes my way. Anyway, um, oh, so you you keep moving. So now I can move. I'm going to move up to the pink guy. And first of all, I'm going to attack him with my shillelagh, um, which is oh god, a four. Yeah. No one. A uh, miss. Critical miss. It's a, it's a miss. Uh, and then oh, it's a critical it, miss. Well, not. No, 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 no. You have a a decision to make, Parker. You have a decision to make. You can either forfeit the rest of your round, or you can roll to hit again. If you were to miss, you have to draw a critical card. I mean, a critical miss card. So if you were to miss, you have to draw a critical miss card. Which would you prefer to do? End your round now, or gamble? Oh, and if I roll and I hit, then I don't have to draw It's just a regular miss, and you can keep going with your round. So you, you you can't turn what you've just rolled into a hit, yeah. but you can turn it into a non-critical miss. Gonna so have to hurry, you. Gonna have to hurry, you, Parker. In the midst of the monsters. <laughs> Given the, uh, I will go for another hit. Fuck it. You're gonna go for it, okay? 
rolling a, a 22, a 16. Okay, so that's just a standard miss. So standard you can now move on. Right, so... I mean, even though you were rolling the wrong to hit roll there, but... It uh, it's a 21, sorry, yeah. That's still it. Still not... No, but it's the dishonesty that bothers me. Oh, and <laughs> think anyway. you know someone. You think you know something? Yeah. No, literally, you came to my wedding, this guy. It's because yeah, I was all, I'd already moved on to the floor. Uh, yeah, his voice mm, has gone up an octave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then one day, just sweep the rug out from under you. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really know them after all. Oh, it hits a man when he's down. I mean, Somebody you thought was... Oh, well, it's exactly the kind of thing that you would do, yes. Somebody you thought was a friend. Anyway. Right. So, first flurry of blows is actually a 22. Yeah. Total. Yeah. On which one? The big one. On the big one. Seven points of blur- bludgeoning damage. Of blurry bludgeoning damage. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Second one. You have, yeah. It's a, Ooh, it's right. a natural twenty is a. You. Yeah. You. You crunch the thing. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't even get to. It's gone. Ah, excellent. Well it, done. That was bravery and. Um, well done. Cuppert turns to Buggeraft and goes, you see... Dissed by my colleagues. That's where you should be. To boot as well. Oh, if I went in there, I'd, I'd be swimming. Yeah, yeah. Well, you should have chosen a bigger race. You're short race and hopeless. Or dice expended. It's almost. It's not quite a ferric victory, but... Yeah, you did find I have to... You had to, you had to spend your ought dice and... Uh, and go for the critical yeah. uh, the critical miss gamble. It was quite a kind of chaotic round. Anyway, it's Burple. Okay. Burple is going to do another... Uh, how are you, how's Cuthbert doing for hit points? Cuthbert has got 13 out of 46. Yeah, but you're you know, back on the bank. I'm so back on the bank. I'm yeah. safe, apparently. I think more more effective thing is to do oh, yeah. Whispers on Don't the one me. that's attacking Get rid of Parker. Them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, so second level dissonant whispers. I'm not a craven coward. Aren't you? Well, not like. Let's have a wisdom saving throw, please. DC 14. Oh dear, that's not going to go well, is it? It doesn't it's do anything. It's gone badly. Spell, but... I rolled a two. Um, 13. What would you roll? 13 points of psychic damage. 13 half. points of psychic damage saved to half point, which he didn't save to half. He didn't save, so he has to run away. And it uses its reaction to run away, correct? Correct. So it just runs south, zoink. But I, I'll use my reaction to beat it with the crushing coin as it runs through its space. Yes, you can do that. No. Okay. Nope. Okay. Three. Parker, you... Um, this... Uh, Burple's Dissonant Whispers has forced one of these ghouls to run south, so Parker, right. it's your... You get an attack oh. opportunity. Oh, I do. Lovely. Um, hang on. Let me roll that. Um, rolls a 15, yeah, getting a 20. Yeah, yeah. So that does four points of bludgeoning damage on it as it runs away. Okay, yep. Yeah. It doesn't look very happy, but, I mean, it never looked very happy because it's a horrible undead monster... <laughs> Swibbling around in turning up, going, I Hi don't guys. imagine it. Yeah, I don't Welcome. imagine they kind of go. Hey, another great day. <laughs> I imagine it's all a bit. It's all a bit low key. Okay. Um, it's time for the ghouls. Right. One of them carries on running away because it's turned. Yeah, or swimming away. And then we've got three left. One which shot off because 
uh, it was affected by Burple's Dissonant Whisper spell. It shoots back up to Parker. And it tries to claw Parker, rolling a 13, hitting arm... It's not going to be enough. Hitting armor class 16. Is a miss. Is a miss. Actually, 17, still a miss. Um, the other one that's already on Parker is going to try and attack Parker again. Uh, this time rolling a 14, hitting armor class 18, which is going to be a miss. Also a miss. And then finally, the uh, ghoul that was on Parker before that Parker um, disengaged from, or rather just ran from, in order to get into melee with the main kind of leader ghoul, the pink ghoul. Uh, it runs up and tries to claw Parker, rolls a hit armor class 17. It's not going to be enough. Am I right in also a miss assessment? And so we move on to sessions on 14. Right. Um, hmm. So sessions will crack the crushing coin into the one that's standing right next to it uh, yes so to the southeast of uh, Parker hitting armor class 14 is a hit for uh, six points of damage oh that's the end of that ghoul that ghoul is oh, well done. Uh, no more uh, so that's my uh, bonus action and then I will um, toll the Dying on uh, the one to the northwest or west of Parker. So the one that's off to the side of Parker, the one off that to was the side of Parker by the, me by Burple's uh, dissonant whispers before. Yeah, yeah, got it. Uh, so told the the dead on that saving throw. Mm, DC fourteen uh, wisdom save. Nope, it rolls a five. Uh, well, it's is it wounded? Yes, it is. Then it takes. Uh, 2d12 oh, nice. or uh, 16 points of damage. And that's another one gone. Brilliant. Another one bites yep. the dust. Yeah. Another one bites the dust. And uh, yeah, then I will just uh, do. Uh, no, I'm braver than Bugraft, so I turn to Bugraft. That's give him. Hard. Yeah. yeah. Give him the look. Why are you, why are you braver? I'm, I'm closer to the enemy than you are. Mm. And I just give him that kind of tutting disappointed look you know yeah I'm not angry I'm just disappointed just disappointed I thought you were a braver man I'm brave and we move on to Bugraft the brave 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 Bugraft is going to move forward (laughs) (laughs) to the edge of the bank ten foot forward brave in front of sessions (laughs) still tutting Brave. Strictly okay. speaking, that's in the water, though, really, isn't it? Brave. He's so brave. You're kind of, you're kind of pretending that you're climbing through a tree, really, aren't you? No, I'm brave. I'm brave. Okay. You're brave. Uh, so I'm firing my bow. Are you going to fire um, an arrow? Okay. Yes. Fire your bow. Twenty-one. Uh, twenty-one is a hit on that ghoul. And I do uh, four points of damage. Four point of damage, which is disappointing. Yeah. Not really not, optimized. Let's not dress it up. Barbarian, that is it. Let's not dress it up for a, for the main. No. Okay, the and main, then I'll, the I'll primary just sort of fighter in the party. Sort of tactically, back just in case I'm coming from the north. So I'm interested in this, uh, Johnny, because you've been complaining for some while now that Cuthbert, um, who uh, isn't really a fighter, is mostly a rogue should be playing the role of the kind of primary combat I, I would be at the front person. but I can't fight and swim at the same time 
but then you finally replace mm. Grumbold with a character that's specifically designed to be the kind of lead combat Yes, he will go at the front character. in most situations, but I and can't swim and fight. In most situations. <laughs> most, no, situations. most situations. Any situation where I pass where there's water there's that's over my head. Suboptimal my min maxing here, isn't there? Hmm. Barbarians are supposed hey, to be big. Maxing. <laughs> I am big. It's that halfling luck. It was too tempting. And then you flee. Hobbit. And then you flee back at ten feet. Is that right, Johnny? You just you just run away after Not your shot. Back. I am. Yeah, no, well, you to turn be brutally tail. honest, I'm using se sessions as a kind of shield. Okay? Yeah, you turn tail and you <laughs> flee back to use sessions as a shield. Yeah, yeah I understand what's going on here. It's, I mean, it's, it's not it's cowardly. Fine. It's just it's it's no, no. tactical. The thing is, military no, no, tactics. No, no. I mean, that, the thing is with Lucas's earlier moment of just supreme dishonesty. Yeah, it's what? like you think you know somebody. He comes to your wedding and then it turns out that he's been deceiving you all along. I mean, whereas we know we know with you, Johnny, <laughs> we know what we're getting. We need. We, I'm not disappointed. I think, I think I we want to, to sort of, be any you know, relativize this a bit. I mean, we're talking about a plus one yeah, instead, yeah, yeah, a yeah, plus yeah. five instead yeah. of a plus six, yes, and you're comparing yes. that with with yes, basically yes. somebody who takes him down the water, to the cells, forgets him down he needs to, the to drop cells. his swords. And well, somebody else who runs away and stands behind the cleric. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think there's any respect for military tactics anymore. It's all about honesty, Lucas. Anyway, it's your round. Uh, Parker, what do you want to do? I mean, apart from disappoint everybody. Oh, right, well, Shillelagh on this last ghoul. Let's see if we can get rid of it. Um, that's a D20. That's a 10 plus... Um, yeah, Roll 10 plus 10. 5. That's a 15. 15's a hit. 15's a hit. Doing um, 1d8 plus 2, so that's a 3... Are you doing erm again? 5. 5, five, five, five points of damage on the thing. Okay, I mean, again, it's it's Bugraft's round was disappointing. Your round has been disappointing. Hold on, well, I'm so not far. finished yet. Oh, thanks. Still get the unarmed strike. Um, at plus 6. Oh. It's a fail. Okay, I rolled a one. End of go. How's everybody so, doing for hit points? Uh, loads. Of course you have. You haven't got anywhere near anything. I've got yeah. 13 out of 46. Purple herpish, purple herpish. He's the purple with the herpish. Okay, wisdom save on that one, that last one. Uh, well, the last ghoul. Yeah. It's going to make that save. It's going to make that save. Really want to make that save. Oh, it uh, does make that save. That's really 14. annoying. Fourteen. <laughs> but it still takes some damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it takes three d six. Oh, does it? Bloody hell. Yeah, it takes half three d six. So it takes uh, four points of enormous damage. Four points of enormous damage. Yep. Okay. Not normal yep. damage. It's enormous damage. So obviously. Yeah, it's much enormous worse. damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's looking. Mm -hmm. It's looking. It's still. It's still in there. It would be funny now if it. Now it has its round was to roll some enormous number on uh, Parker. Let's see. It tries to scratch Parker. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going to be enough. You kidding? Armor class twenty-two, Parker. That's a hit. It is a hit. Yes, Parker. Uh, you take two d four plus two damage. Here it comes. Ah oh, no. You take a total. Oh, five, six, seven. Yeah. 
Um, and you need to make a constitution save. Oh, not again. The bless isn't running anymore, is it? No, you've, you're no, benefiting no. from um, no, been left high and dry beacon of hope as a result of your earlier dishonesty. Ah, but it doesn't have any effect on constitution No, saves. wisdom, death Advantage save. Advantage on anything? I'm afraid not. Okay. Just roll the dice. Just roll the dice, yeah. You're going to roll a nice big... Uh, 16, good enough. 14 for yeah. 16. You're okay. fine, you're fine, but you took a little bit of damage. And that is the end... I mean, apart from some sloshing off in the distance, uh, which is something probably something to do with Paul. Um, <laughs> they don't call him Don Thunderpiss for nothing. Roy. Uh, <laughs> well, they don't. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have to pay them to call him Don Thunderpiss. To pay him quite a lot of money. Uh, sessions, it's your round. Okay. Uh, well, I will fire the crushing coin at it. Hitting armor class 16. 16's enough. For uh, five points of damage. Five points of damage. It laughs. It goes... <laughs> and I will toll the dying on it as well. <laughs> DC 14 <laughs> wisdom save. DC 14 wisdom save, which is about to make. It rolls the dice, very confident. It fails, that save. Okay, so 2d12 damage. It takes uh, Ooh. 14 points of damage. Okay, it's entirely destroyed. What was that spell? Crushing coin. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, told, told the, the dying. Dead. Oh, so the, the horrible dead. sound of the okay. Anyway, the clanging of coins. Oh, yeah, actually, it's we, I think we were going to call um, tumbling dice. Anyhow, that's your reskinning of spells has completely lost um, the thread of where we were, and now I don't know what spell is what. But anyway, that was a success. Yeah, probably quite good then. Bro. So yeah, yeah, that's probably why. There we go. You're done. Excellent. Yay! Well done, guys. Excellent. Anything on any of the bodies? No, nothing. Nothing. We're talking, you know. Swamp encounter. So we have to cross this. So I would summon uh, the frog. So we keep going. No, mm. we should heal. We have yeah. the rest of a minute in which, if you want to heal, you'll get maximum hit points. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Or the spell will Wisdom. run out. That's why I said we should Wisdom heal. Wisdom from Graham. Yeah, I'll have some heals then, please, from somebody. Um, who needs healing? I need 33 points of healing. Mm. Seven points. Uh, if I, I didn't hear that. Um, Cuthbert, you need, and Parker, you need healing? I need uh, 15 Graham, points, you but I can do one heal myself. I, that's what I'm doing. I'm going for the frontline fighters. I can see that. I am front a frontline fighter. I just couldn't swim. Just between me and the monsters, it's Cuthbert and Parker. So I'll, I need 33 yeah, so I can I'm, I'll do a cure like a cure wounds on Cuthbert and a cure wounds on Parker. Wonderful. That's eleven points for each of them. Thank you very much. Thank you. How are you doing for spells, Graham? Because I've got some healing. Well, that's why I was going to stop at that point. Then I've got kind of yeah. one first level, a couple of second level, and a third level left. I need twenty-two points of healing. Uh, well, I can do certainly can do a first level. I haven't got many spells. I've got one. Third, one second, three first left. I've got. I need seven points. Well, I think. I think uh, you need to fight some creatures actually to take some damage. So, how uh, did you actually end up taking? Yeah, how damage? did you actually take damage? Did you hit yourself with the tree? An or that must be right. <laughs> okay, so All we're right, not. So we're not hitting. Where it came from? Yeah. So Paul, you we can have a cure short light. rest. Once we've done these heals, you can do a short rest. What's the cure light do? Well, when I, when I save the 
spells then. Do we not want to move, press on rather than doing short rest? Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, why didn't you do... The thing about the cubes at the moment is while Sessions has got this spell running, we get maximum out of them. Is that on mine as well? Yeah. All of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So have a cure light. That's 11. That's 11. Thank you. I only need four more and I'm on full. So I mean, I think we can just Maybe leave. I'm 11 shy. Yeah. Uh, then do it on Cuthbert. Well, after I've done one of them. I'll do one more. I'll do one more. That gives me one spell left of yeah. each level. So I'll get another 11. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Down on full. Thank right. you very much indeed, guys. Okay, so we press on over the river. Do we need yeah. to? Does somebody need to give Bugraft a piggyback? Well, we can go well, and get the raft. Probably needs one. Hold yeah. his head under the water. Um, Mike, when we, I'll yeah. go f- ahead and pick up the raft and then bring the raft right. back. Yes, yes, exactly. So there's a raft on the other bank that you can use. Yeah. See, I was paying attention last week. I must have maximum hit points. I don't think anyone's, anything's hit me. You might have tripped over your own cowardice and banged your head. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cruel. <laughs> so cruel. I was but say, harsh but fair. No, do you think? Not. Do you think all of our readers are all of our readers are actually both of our readers and they yeah both of our readers and they just enjoy the cruelty dished out no. every week. No, my sense is not that that's the case at all. My sense is that our readers are sensitive. <laughs> uh, discerning souls who find our uh, obsession with cruelty, cruel humour, banter, and arguments, <laughs> frankly, uh, the biggest drawback of the show. The only bit they like are the, the bits where the, we take uh, the piss out of Johnny. Yeah, they're basically that's all they're interested in. Mm. Well, I'm going to give myself seven hit points because I can't oh, I don't really think you can do that. Damage. Can I give myself seven more hit points? No, oh, okay. Oh well, I'm going to give myself. Must be an error in here, right? <laughs> I'm going to give myself seven more hit points because I can't remember taking any more damage. Yeah, the ghouls slowly rise back from the water. I'm going to give myself seven seven more points of armor because I I can't remember not having... (laughs) Yeah, no, it's fine. I got my key points back for some reason. I don't know why. There's a a movement in the water next to you and the ghouls have given themselves seven hit points. (laughs) So they've got bad memories as well. Yeah, they've got good memories. Yeah, they've... It's my fault, really. But anyway, they're back. Uh, that's the point. That's the important thing. Uh, they're back. Well, they're I'm going. putting it down to technical We forgot error. we were dead. Fair enough. <laughs> we've, guys, we've just got in a um, a message via the website. Have we? What? Grow your, no. grow your business with top vlogger oh. experts. Oh. <laughs> How would you like to have your company's story told in video clips? I would really like that. that yeah. would I really would like, like to have my... The, the the story of this told in video clips would be a story it would be a video of me frantically trying to rescue the audio files <laughs> while Lucas spends more and more money on things that don't work <laughs> I uh, received uh, uh, this is related to last session's discussion about the fact that I'm getting old and I was targeted by a scammer in the post yes Yes. Uh, uh, the final, na- well, not nail in the coffin, constant, not that far, but whatever it is in between, like being like um, alive and uh, whatever, and being dead, 
and the nail in a coffin. Yeah. I got something that's halfway between. I got a brochure in the post this morning from a retirement home. <laughs> Ooh. Gondorakers. <laughs> Gondorakers. That's what I thought. So, Nico, um, readers, Nico is not just a friend of the show. Nico is, in fact, a member of the Billowing Hilltop. He just does not appear in the program. Nico, many years ago, uh, suggested that we set up a retirement home where four D&D players called Gondor Acres. And it did kind of flash in my mind that actually what seemed like a remote, hilarious idea when we were in our kind of mid-20s and 30s, now I'm thinking... It's remarkably soon. It'd be great. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking maybe it's time to start, you know, just squirreling a bit of money away. Sitting around what those tables called Wyvern. Those They're people who make those lovely teak oh. tables, you know. Oh, yes. Which oh, what, are they, what are they called? Which word? Aren't they called Wyvern? No. The no. Wormwood. 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 Yes. Wormwood. Made in Wormwood scrubs. No, they're not. <laughs> no. Don't be stupid. Yes. Made in Wormwood scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> this model, sir, is what we call the Parkhurst. <laughs> <laughs> Strange way. Or would you prefer the Belmarsh? <laughs> if we were actually in Gondoracres, yes. we'd all now be dead. Well, <laughs> we wouldn't <laughs> necessarily be dead. COVID would be yeah. dead. Uh, wouldn't be oh, dead. No, I don't, don't think well, it's a given. I don't know. Gondoracres would be obviously be high class, and we'd have lots of money. It's only the best service in Gondoracres. Let's move on to the <laughs> game where uh, I've forgotten where we got to. I oh, you're, doing, you're healing, over, you're healing. You're healing, you're healing. healing, and then I waded over and got the raft and have yep. brought it back so that the smaller creatures amongst us can sit on the raft. Smaller creatures? Francis of Assisi. It's yeah, it's sizest. <laughs> yeah, it is sizest. Bloody hell. Sizest. I'm as big as anybody else. No, you're not. So if you can find them, you can get them on the raft, yeah? <laughs> You kind of, you kind of <laughs> scour the bank, and eventually you find Buckraft hiding in the tree. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have behind to hide. Behind a leaf, just fifty just, feet. Yeah, hiding behind, a, hiding behind a, a, a sand, and uh, uh, you get them on the raft, and you push them over the creek, and you and you resume your journey to the southwest. Is that correct? Okay. Yes. Yeah. That would be the plan. Yes. So you push on. Uh, trudging through the swamp hour after weary hour mm-hmm. and by mid-morning so let's say about 10 o'clock you it's full day even that the weather is still miserable the the drizzle is penetrating and relentless the cloud base is low you can hardly tell at the horizon between the, the kind of sludgy low clouds and the edge of and you know and the marsh at the horizon it's just a sort of it's a sort of just a smear mm. Uh, but after about four or five hours, let's call it five hours of trudging, following the trail that you've got, give me a couple of survival checks. They're not particularly tricky because you know that roughly what track you're on. Couple of rolls, a 19. rolls of 13 for a 16. Parker rolls Purple gets a 14. three. This is all good. This is all good. That's fine. In Bugraft's mind, it's a very small mind, but in Bugraft's mind's <laughs> eye... Um, he can kind of, he can, as it were, reference his memory of the flight of Margaret the Sedge Warbler as you follow the trail. And the two things together, you kind of really know where you're going. And at about 10 o'clock, half past 10 in the morning, 
in the gloom, you espy from a distance, from a distance, this low dome-shaped kind of construct of mangaroo trees ahead of you. It's sort of semi-light. It's not easy. Not going to be easy to hide. It's not going to be easy to approach it without being seen, unless you are stealthy or clever. Uh, but I'm going to say you're about a hundred yards away from it. Um, what do you want to do? Uh, well, I think I might have to go and scout it. Okay. So I'm going to. I mean, your assumption well- is that your assumption is that this bird, that uh, Bugraft connected to what mm-hmm. was the spell bugraft beast sense and speak with animals yeah so bugraft used beast sense and speak with animals to um uh converse with and control this sedge warbler margaret margaret alighted on a branch near here so you've been following that trail um there was light emitting from this structure when she got there but but then it was it was dark obviously when she made the journey now there's no light emitting your sense is that this is where Margaret the Sedge Warbler thought that the lizard folk had gone, that she had seen pass her way earlier. Can we now do the same again, Bugraft, but with another bird nearby that can now fly up and have a recce of the current situation, or have you not got that spell anymore? Be since I have an infinite number. Yes. So, and I can do speak with animals, also infinite number. They're both ritual spells, so they, what do they take? Ten minutes to do? Ten minutes. Um, okay. So I'll summon uh, another creature of the... You don't actually summon a creature, you have to find a creature. Okay, Let's... I'll find a, a day warbler. What? No, I mean, we'll see what you get. So, you hunt around for a bit. Give me a survival check. Okay. Uh, so I'll keep this, i roll um, an eight. You get a worm. Nope. You have nothing that looks like a good candidate. You're tramping around in the uh, sludge with this structure about 100, 150 yards away from you to the southwest, looking for a creature to control and send, and you find nothing. It's just, it's too light. The creatures are staying clear of you. I will sneak up. Are you leaving the others behind? Or yes. do you want to take the idea I'm going to okay. go? Okay, so everybody ahead. is. So everybody else is hunkering down, I guess, in some bit of marsh. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Cuthbert is setting off by himself in the direction of this uh, structure. Yeah. Okay. So, Cuthbert. Stealthily. It's difficult ground, and you're moving stealthily, so it's a very slow quarter speed process getting close to this thing. Uh, we won't work our way through every individual bit. We'll pick things up at the point that you are getting within sort of a quick, a, a, a kind of short bow shot, yes? Yeah. A, a, a couple of hundred feet, maybe maybe a little bit less. Okay. Uh, can you give me a stealth check? I'll do stealth. Mm. Natural oh one, dear. rolling, getting a ten with a natural one. Okay, so that one is not good news. Um, Inevitably. You grab onto a, a little bit of what looks like a kind of floating uh, tussock of sedge and moss with a little bit of wizened branch out of it. You think, oh, this is good. I can use this as a sort of float, as a sort of raft. Yep. yep. Paddle my way up. Gollum sort of style. And you grab hold of it and the whole thing just flips. Like the centre of gravity was much higher than you were expecting. The whole thing kind of flips over in the water with an enormous sort of sloosh. 
what do you want to do? Hold very still. You're staying. I mean, assuming that you were kind of wading at about waist height, I will try. Yes. And I'll duck down into water. Okay, so you sort of you drop in. Okay, let me just make a couple of rolls. It's not good. Okay. Off to your right, you hear a voice, and it sort of says, um, "Alex, Alex, old boy, did you hear something just then?" And then you hear another voice, kind of much more distant. It's like, "I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't hear anything." Um, uh, Angus, old boy, I didn't hear anything at all. Well, I'm just going to go and check it out. And you hear, a, uh, you hear a sloshing coming towards you. Uh, give me a perception check. A perception. I'm presuming that you've got your eye line above the water. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, I've got a perception of 15. 15 is decent. So you turn your head very slowly and you can see a, a lizard, one of the lizard folk, uh, sloshing towards you. They're about... Clearly there's some kind of patrol working around this structure. Yeah? Mm-hmm. They're about... Say sort of seventy, eighty feet away from you. Mm-hmm. They clearly haven't seen you. They're just walking towards you, kind of working out what's going on. I'm just going to go and have a look, old boy. I'm going to see what I can see. <laughs> That's how they talk. Absolutely. Well, well, we're talking about a rural community of slightly down at heel, un- misunderstood people. Yeah, lizard men, lizard folk, lizard folk. 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 We use the term folk. Um, anyway, it's trudging towards you. Cuthbert, what do you want to do? You could completely submerge. That wouldn't be a very pleasant experience, but you would be concealed. You could try another stealth check and you would be able to sort of keep your head down and slosh away through the, through the kind of murk. What do you want to do? I think I'm going to hold my breath and Try to stealthily duck down. Give me a stealth check. And hold my breath. Let me give you a stealth mm-hmm. check. Rolling an 18. 18's a decent number, Cuthbert. Um, can you... I can't remember the rules around holding your breath, but I think they're pretty uh, friendly to characters. Two yep. words, O-H's. O-H's. They are. So you submerge and hang there, and... Uh, I'm going to make a couple of rolls here. Uh, the, you hear figures sloshing around. Yeah. Yeah. A creature sloshes up and past you, uh, Cuthbert. Yeah. You can just hear... your. D- you've got that kind of underwater sound thing, that kind of... You know, that kind of noise. Yes. Um, you hear the disturbance... You kind of feel rather than hear the disturbance of the water around you. And it passes on, and then it stops... And it passes back. Can you give me another stealth check? Oh, you little bastard. Okay. I roll a 19. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was very, very close. It stops, and you kind of sense this figure tramping around. You're, you're just getting to the point now where it's starting to get uncomfortable to hold your breath. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it lingers around where you are, and then, after what seems like an eternity, it tramps off again uh, towards the east to the east of you. So it, it looks like it was following some kind of patrol route from west to east, and it's gone past you. Okay. Uh, how long are you? Well, I'm just going to. I'm going to. I'm going to kind of jump up to the surface, 
take a big breath and shout, I think there's some people here. No, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm going to very quietly just come up to the surface, just poke my head above so I can take a breath. Give me another stealth check. Another stealth check. Don't roll a well. I'll roll a 15. Okay, so 15. I mean, that's not a great roll, but you've just got great stealth, Cuthbert. Um, you, as you surface very quietly, uh, you look to your right and your left, and it looks like there are two lizard folk uh, making a, a kind of um, uh, a circuit around this weird, shallow mangaroo tree structure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, one has passed you, must be the one that passed you, and sort of lingered a while around where you were hiding. That was probably the one that you heard shout out, having yeah. heard something. Uh, and it has passed on and there's another one heading towards you they clearly keep a a kind of fixed distance between them as they as they make their as they make their patrol yep yep uh but you've got enough time to duck back under the water again and take a breath should you wish to yes okay give it a shot give me another stealth check another stealth check i roll a nine for getting an 18 good number did you get an 18 yeah you, you rolled okay. a 15. Uh, Don't know what your perception is. Though. Again, the second lizard folk walks almost right past you and stops for a second, clearly thinking that there's something going on, probably tipped off by the fact that the first one had sort of said something. But after, again, what seems like an eternity, it moves on. And when it moves on, that patrol has passed, and you're free to do something else. What do you want to do? I'm going to head. You can surface. You can you can slink back to the others, or you can keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to. Okay. This um, structure yeah. uh, gets closer and closer. And can you give me a perception check as you get close to it? Yes, I can. I get a perception of sixteen. Sixteen is good enough. You notice that. Uh, in the north east sort of quadrant of this disc this this low flat I mean we're talking uh, by the way about something that is uh, let me just do a kind of quick calculation um, I mean it's hundreds of feet across this thing yep. yeah. we're not talking about something that's like a, a, a kind of Yoda house yeah? yeah we're talking about something that's easily 200 feet across wow as you approach it you see an opening it's concealed in the sense that it's not it's not secret it's not there's no artifice it's just that it's concealed by its very nature it's it's an organic opening in the mangaroo trees that's slightly kind of uh obscured by a couple of stumps of trees and so forth but you think it's a way into this structure okay you're about let's just say that you've been kind of sloshing on for another couple of minutes you're probably about 20-30 yards away from this this opening you haven't seen any other signs of life you can hear off in the distance to your south east you can hear the two lizard folk who didn't find you sloshing on and kind of chattering I said I said it's a wonderful little trap anyway I just think that she's not right for you you know you can hear a kind of conversation going on uh what do you want to do what do you do i think that i'm gonna keep going Mm -hmm. i'm gonna what i want to do 
is I want to keep my head down. I'm going to head more towards this opening. And if I make it the opening, I'm going to want to very, very stealthily, as stealthily as possible, just gently look inside. Yeah, you want you want so you want to have a kind of you want to get as close as you can to this opening and try and get a look inside. Yeah. Okay. So I'm assuming that what you're doing is you're staying where there's water. You're staying in the water. You're yep. sort of wiggling your right. Give me a stealth check. Yeah. So just basically nose above the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A stealth of twenty six. Wow. Okay. So you can get pretty close. I mean, I'm saying you can get within about 30, 40 feet. And you can see... Let me give you a description of what you can see. So it's like an elevated part of the swamp. It's like it's it's part of the swamp. Uh, and it, it's a grove of mangaroo trees. You get the sense that the trees have been cultivated, mm-hmm. guided, uh, in order to produce some sort of structure so it, there's an intelligence behind this structure yeah yeah you get the sense that there is a there is more beneath the waterline than above the waterline okay you're looking at the i mean the tip of the iceberg is an exaggeration but you're looking at the 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 the, 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 the section that is visible on the surface but there's something underneath that and you also get the sense that the exterior boundary of this structure the mangaroo trees have been so cultivated and steered guided and nurtured so as to create external walls yeah yep. you think that the whole structure is sodden with water yeah saturated you doubt that fire would be useful yeah as you get closer to this opening you realize that it is some sort of passageway for want of a better word yep yes yes this has been the thing that's been lurking in the back of my mind and i've struggled to bring to the front of my mind you've been in the lair of the gray woodsman and in the lair of the gray woodsman or rather the lair of the cult of the gray woodsman the very structure of the passageways was made of tree roots this is very very similar to this it's eerily similar in fact it makes you feel uncomfortable and as you get close to this opening it, it, the structure is very similar but you don't get the sense that there's this sort of latent evil in front of you it just feels that it's the same kind of it's the same kind of uh, idea yep yes how close do you want to go or do you want to go back and get the others I think what I want to do is I want to go back and relay all of this to the others okay so you slowly sink down yep. into the mire can you give me another perception check? I'll give you another perception check. I roll... Oh, not so good this time. Only an eight. Okay, fine. At least it um, wasn't And you work check. your way back towards the others. Can you give me another stealth check? Has my luck run out with the stealth checks? No, I roll a natural 20, getting a 29. Holy shit. Okay, so you are invisible. You, you make your way back to the others, and you can communicate to the others what you found. I'm invisible. I go up behind bugger off and go oh yeah no, 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 none of them see you and you're like going guys I found this thing and they're like what what's that just appears in the middle you surprise them all with your incredible stealth check what do you tell them what do you do I tell them about the patrol of the lizardmen yes uh, I tell them about the location and where this structure is and the entrance I describe the entrance and I describe the fact that it looks like it's some kind of lair that goes up underground as much as anything else how many uh, lizard men i saw two 
patrolling. So there's two outside. But you said yeah. the structure was about 200 meters across? Yeah, 200 yards. 200 yards. So, I mean, there's going to be quite a lot of people living in there. 200 feet. 200, 200 feet. feet. Jump oh, in. Sorry. 200 no. feet. It's only, a, only a yeah. about 67 meters, 67 yards. So what do we think? Do we need a plan or are we just going to go in? At least 200 feet across. When have we ever we made a plan? We always make a plan, but they always go wrong. Yeah. Coming plan. We always make a plan, and then within about within the first go, within a turn, within a round, within a whatever, somebody's gone and done something else. It's gone wrong. Only if Johnny's playing. We could. He's very quiet. I. It's okay. I'm not not asleep. I almost <laughs> fell asleep, but I did. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I am listening. We could. Um, I have whole person. Would that work on a lizard man? Mm-hmm. Are they humanoid? They are humanoid, I believe. So yeah. I got whole lizard lizard folk li- lizard, lizard folk. folk. So I got a whole person. We could try capturing mm-hmm. the guards and quizzing them on what's going on inside inside the structure. Yeah, yeah. I've got invisibility. Yeah. We could try sneak in, get the captives, turn them invisible, sneak out. We don't know that the captives are in there. We yet, can assume, we? but no, we don't. Can you do invisibility no, on all I can of do it on I think it's a third level. I can do it on three, but let me check. Is it two? I think I can do it on two. Well, you've got the two mainline fighters, so me and Parker. It's Ooh, that's a bit a bit harsh. Burn! A bit Ooh. harsh. Yeah, so I'm gonna do it on two <laughs> I can I don't mind raging and going in there. Do you is has anybody got swim so that Bugroth can actually get there? I was going to say, it's probably too too deep for you. Toss me over there. The other thing, what time of day is it, Mike? Nobody tosses a dwarf. You're not a dwarf. Well, you started at about half past five. Your eight-hour rest ended at half past five. You sloshed forward for about, let's say, ten or fifteen minutes before you hit that creek, and you had the fight with the ghouls. So let's say by six in the morning, you resumed your journey. This is another five, four or five hours. I'm saying it's about half past ten, eleven in the morning. Does anybody need a rest, though? Yes. In terms of spells? Yeah, I wouldn't mind some spells. But... So well, should we... A short rest yeah, getting key points like... back and things would be quite useful. But I... Uh, hold on. I need long should rest we... to get some... Spells. Should we do a long rest? Before we... Let's do that. Do this. Okay, so you're holding... You're We're going to hold up on the holding bank. position. Yeah. yeah. About a couple of hundred yards from this structure. Yeah. And you're going to rest up. Yeah. Maybe retreat okay. a little bit further. Yeah. Maybe you think we need to retreat a bit, yeah. And just okay, so, oh, so you back well, up a little. We know yeah. where the place is now, okay. so we need to just... Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course you do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's fine. That's fine, yeah. So what is the... Uh, what kind of time, time pressure, pressure are we under in terms of rescuing I this think woman? We, the idea is she wouldn't last long uh, in the marshes or whatever. But I think if, um, if we've actually found them then I, I don't think there's a time element I mean, as long as we keep right. an eye so out. So our, our time pressure up to now is the fact that we didn't know where she'd gone and we were worried that we'd spend days looking for her but now we think we found the place where they're keeping yeah, her captive. Yeah, I think as long as we keep an eye on it and they're not creating a big bonfire to burn them or something like that, which would be right. Right, they're going to eat one hostage a day. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a very astute sessions. Your sense is that uh, after not too long, these hostages are going to turn into lizard food. Mm. 
Oh, we better soldier on then. But w does not too long involve the ability to have a short, uh, long rest? Well, that's the whole or point of the uh, the whole point of the problem. Because we need you the long don't rest. know. The message from the keep w just said our comrades won't survive long as captives. Mm, okay. What they're talking about in terms of you know what the time what time frame they might be referring to you don't know i mean it could be that you could comfortably spend a couple of days casing the joint resting up it could be that within an hour they're all dead you just don't know we we shifted it quite fast across the marsh so i think you've done you've done very well you set up you, you it's taken you 24 hours to get here your sense is that you're not more than about five or six hours behind right it. so i reckon we can i think we've got the ability to have a long rest because yeah, yeah. Why would okay. they drag them all the way here, rather to than eat them. kill them? On, well, rather than just kill them on the spot. Well, maybe they got a bigger pot here. Hmm. <laughs> what you? Uh, somebody give me a an intelligence check. Mm, not me. Mm. Mm. What I would call for here, if we were playing Pathfinder, would be a culture <laughs> check. Uh, one and a two. That's pretty good. Three. Let's see. Oh right. my god. Deary me. Okay. These oh, I got a twelve. I get uh, <laughs> five. Okay, so session yeah. sessions with your twelve. Massive. You don't know an awful lot about the, the lizard folk, but you do know that they tend to use their captives in sacrificial rituals. Hmm. That doesn't necessarily set a time frame on this. That that might be an uh, an explanation for the fact that they didn't just kill them out and out. Mm. Why would they specifically capture them and bring them back here? Yeah. So, I mean, if we're five hours behind and we now rest up for eight hours... Maybe something like five hours behind, six hours behind. Yeah, okay. So, we're talking about 14 hours. I mean, effectively, we're still on, you know, if they're going to bring them back, they're going to throw them in some kind of prison, start preparing the ritual. I get a 20 on my religion skill, Mike. Any clues? You get a 20 on your what skill? Religion. Any clues on their rituals? Yes. You know about the lizard folk worship a god <laughs> called Baron Shiny Head. Shiny, <laughs> shiny Head or just Shiny Sh Head? Just Baron Shiny Head. Baron, well, shiny, actually, shiny, Baron shiny, shiny Head. Shiny, Shiny, Shiny Head. And they are... Uh, that religion requires sacrifice and often requires sacrifice of conquest. That being captives prisoners taken in conquest or in in martial conflict and sacrificed a barren shiny head mm -hmm. that said your other sense uh sessions is that the lizard folk are generally a peaceful people they're not a belligerent people and your uh understanding of the situation is that that it's odd that the lizard folk have been so belligerent in the last couple of years because as a generality they live in their tumble down damp leaky uh, rural homes mm -hmm. and cultivate their estates and hunt and obsess about their family uh, relationships and marriages and so forth but don't really bother anybody else. And it's odd that in the last couple of years they've become so belligerent. And Baron Shinyhead is not a warlike god. But, just to counter that, they do appease Shinyhead with sacrifices. Mm -hmm. How often? Um, 
there's not a fixed periodicity it's more to do with um circumstance so they don't sacrifice a war captive every on you know on the full moon every how elaborate every are these month. these yes. um rituals do they require a lot of preparation no, not particularly, but th- there must be a shaman involved in the ritual, so that's a prerequisite. And they tend to be, they tend to centre around specific points of decision for the uh, tribal group or family, right? So it's not like they do it all the time. It's like when something comes up, when a decision needs to be made, when the guidance of Baron Shinyhead is required, Baron Shiny, Shiny, Shinyhead is required. They may sacrifice in order to curry favour with the mm-hmm. with the Baron. I think we've got a we got we can afford to take eight hours. We need to take eight hours. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think we can afford because I mean, effectively, if we rest up, then it will be getting to twilight, dusk, and then we can start creeping in under the cover of darkness. In eight in eight hours, it will be six in the evening. Yeah, and in si- like, six by six in the evening, it will be twilight. Yeah, yeah. Very good time to then start sneaking in. That's we'll take true. Take a long rest. You take a long rest. Yes. Pressing the button. At the end of your long rest, it's about six in the evening. Uh, what do you want to do? It's dark, or it's it's almost dark. Why don't we have a long rest? It's still <laughs> raining. <laughs> I think we want to now spend an hour discussing tactics, and then just run in and discover that they were all wrong anyway. Who's good at sneaking? Um, I'm pretty good at sneaking. Actually, I'm very good at sneaking. But that involves going at the front, Paul. You sure mm. you want to do that? I'll give it a go. Plus three stealth. I've got plus nine. Oh, wow. Oh, hello. Find me. Sneaky. See, I can make two people invisible. Uh-huh. Don't make Buckcraft invisible. Don't make him invisible. Yeah, make we'll, invisible. We'll never see him again. He'll go backwards. He'll go somewhere else. You can hardly see him now. He's only about one foot six. That's true. Well, you can make me invisible and I'll do long strider and then I could sort of sneak through somewhere and attack them from the other side. That's possibly the worst well, idea we, I've ever heard. But, but we want to go and secure the <laughs> we want to go and secure the prisoners. That's the main thing. Probably. So if we can go in and spend three quarters of an hour discussing this and then in the end charge At least. anyway. It's just exactly. a simple idea. <laughs> it's a simple idea. We go in invisible, try and locate the prisoners and then work out how to extract them once we know the lay of the land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simple. How many years? How many yeah. years of going, let's have a plan. Let's have a plan. Yeah. Nah, we, we've got to have a plan. Sounds right to me. No, but that's Why the thing, Paul. We never go, though? nah. We always spend an hour <laughs> discussing it. In minute detail. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like the most... The battle map's very dark. Uh, yeah. It's the most minute detail plan of all, always, right down to the last millisecond, which we then just rip up. Yeah. The battle mat <laughs> is the battle mat. The battle mat is dark, Johnny, because it is dark. Right. Mm. Anyone else good at stealth? Mm, Parker, especially. Well, uh, plus three. Plus three. I'm plus, plus three. Two. Average Cuthbert. plus three. I've, but I'm wearing big armor, so so potentially you, Parker, and Cuthbert. Yeah. Or potentially I take my armor off. Yeah. I could take I could take my armor off and then I'm quite I've got plus three. So two That doesn't sound like in. a good idea to take your armor off then. No. Mm. Yeah. But then we'd be then we'd be invisible though. Send two people in invisible. Maybe Parker and Cuthbert. Yeah. Right. What's Bugraf's stealth? Two. 
Yeah. Cuthbert is nine. So definitely Cuthbert. Maybe Cuthbert on his own. I don't make know. Him, make him invisible. Make me invisible. You go in by yourself, try and find out where they are. Yeah. I think that sounds like a good plan. I'll have sounds to do that. Good plan. I'll put the kettle on then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. same here. Break so, out the sandwiches. I uh, just make sure I can. Yes, yeah, it's, it's range touch. Uh, so I'll do an invisibility on Cuthbert. I've got a horn of silent alarm. <laughs> oh no, we really don't want to know about that. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. What's that do? This item has four charges. When an action is used to blow it, one creature of the user choice can hear the horn. If that creature is in six hundred foot and is not deafened, no other creatures can hear any sound. So you have to. Uh, the hell? Sorry, where, where's this from? It's a miscellaneous item that I was allowed to pick. Oh, okay. It's one of them, isn't it? Xanathar's guide to everything. <laughs> <laughs> like my pipe. So give that to Paul. So what? So, say this one. Tell me about this horn again. Well, you blow it, and one of us can hear it. Nobody else can. So, oh, so it's Cuthbert's horn of um, silent alarm. Horn of the East Wind. Yeah, if you. <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm lending it to you. You have to write it down, actually. But it, <laughs> if you blow brilliant. it once, everything is yeah. okay. If you blow it twice, we will pile in and fight. Something like that. Something like that. Brilliant. <laughs> or was it, it once? Probably, yeah. probably should decide Could be the other way around. That's a great Could way to play around. D&D. Was it three times? Uh, three times you retreat. Roll, I don't know, sort of maybe roughly ten. How much is it worth? Did you hit? Oh, you might have done. <laughs> What's it worth? He just needs to blow it if he's in trouble. Yeah. Okay, if you're in trouble, blow the horn. Oh right, and only I can hear it. <laughs> if you need, if you need us to come in, if you need us to pile in, blow the horn. Yeah, yeah. Can't I hear anything. <laughs> Paul, over to you. I'm sure there's something. There was Johnny, a sound there, but Johnny, maybe not. is Buckroth lending me the horn? Yeah, he's giving you the horn. Okay, so Buckroth <laughs> is giving Cuthbert the horn. Lending, <laughs> lending it, lending it. How does that work? Well, what Paul was supposed to do is write it on his bestowing, to be honest, the horn in a temporary At our shown. age, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> it's always temporary. <laughs> we, are, we are only ever really let the horn <laughs> <laughs> I'm not writing... <laughs> I am not writing on my character sheet that Johnny gives me the horn. <laughs> the horn of the east wind. All too soon. Has <laughs> to be handed back. Right. <laughs> what state will it be? <laughs> Here you can have your horn back. <laughs> can I have? Some? Sorry, I didn't have chance to clean it. <laughs> can I have some cleaning? Go with it, please. One horn Sorry, it got a bit mucky. Clear the sinuses. This is going well. Do you want to borrow it or not? Can I reach out gingerly between thumb and first finger? I take Johnny's horn. You can't. I avert my gaze. <laughs> Have you got any latex gloves? Oh, God. Anyway. Oh. There's blue gloves at the police. Place. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly some lube. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> so, Cuthbert is invisible oh, and he has got Johnny's I'm, horn. I'm all horned up. <laughs> and he's slightly uncomfortable. Sorry. 
Have you just to be absolutely clear? Have you established the the signal? If I uh, blow my horn. <laughs> okay. Enough. One time. One time. Just I'll just blow it horn. if you need. Um, if I need help, I'll blow my horn once. If you need attention. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I mean, it's, okay. not, it's not really going to help. But anyway. Just blow it. Right. And off you set, Cuthbert, in the dark. Yes. Uh, so you're squishing your way towards where this, where you saw this entrance. Uh, and the rest of you are, the rest of the party are just hanging back. Yeah. Can you give me a stealth check or two? Stealth check. Uh, that's a 28. Wow. Uh, okay. So you um, ghost your way back towards this uh, structure. Uh, you don't... Give me a perception check as well. Perception check. Perception of uh, 24. Bloody hell. Okay. Right, well, so uh, you, you are, your sense is that you are undetectable and you see nothing. Um, it's about six something in the evening, so it's really kind of fully dark. The rain persists. Yeah. And I think it's, I think I'm going to need to get a couple more stealth checks and a couple more perception checks off you just to cover your journey to this little entrance. All right, just covering the horn. Entrance. The entrance to the horn. So first stealth check gives me a tw- very nice twenty-four. Yeah. And the second stealth check, oh, not so good. Oh, not so good. Thirteen. Hmm. Thirteen. Okay. Just let me just check something. Okay. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just I've seen you rolled a ten. You're gonna so. have to. Yeah. Well, no, I'm thinking, have to think about what that might mean. Thirteen. Does I mean, it? Do they have a plus know. three? Perception, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, one. Right, I'll uh, roll. A, I'll roll a couple of perception checks. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a couple of perception checks. Right. My first perception check is a fifteen, mm-hmm. and my second perception check. Come on. Oh no. Oh. Is a ten. Okay, uh, Cuthbert. You're again. You feel that you've been tolerably quiet. It was a. You weren't. It, it wasn't award-winning at the end. In terms of your sense of what's out and about in the dark, mm-hmm. did did you hear something kind of slightly above you? There are there are is the occasional kind of stand of rather desolate-looking trees, mm-hmm. swamp willow, and perhaps up there in that dark in those dark masses of trees that loom over you as you're creeping along, you might have picked up just the slightest sense of something moving or. Maybe something I don't know, almost like a wing beat. Is it like a, a harpy, a, or a yeah, or like what? Block the, your ears. What the? I block my ears. Why would they? Why a harpy? I don't I think know. I a, think there's a sort of thing that live in the swamps. Though. This is, you know, the, you've ever heard of something a concept called metagaming? Yes, that requires the player to know more than the character. I'm so I certainly forty-three years of experience. Yeah, but I think I think I I think Bugraft blocking his ears based upon a, a perception check made by Cuthbert who he can't see <laughs> and can't hear hundreds of yards away <laughs> is metagaming <laughs> on the other hand I will allow it because it will make your silent horn absolutely useless <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking forward to the very idea that Johnny through 
some idea of some sort of omniscient idea of what's going on would get his character to block his ears about the threat he knows nothing about and as a result invalidate all of your rescue system (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking forward to finding out how much the horn is worth on we zoom where is the horn of plenty on we zoom you have uh, found yourself Paul at the Cuthbert sorry of course I keep getting the two of you mixed up Cuthbert's fictional yes you're real aren't you Mm. You find the warm, wet entrance, uh, Cuthbert. Thank you. So the entrance to this uh, structure, it's just a piece of darker dark against the dark. Mm-hmm. But it is, you, you're kind of following your memory and you identify it. There's no light issuing from within. There was a little bit of light issuing uh, the f- when you when you did your recce. Or, no, I'm sorry, I'm misspeaking. When uh, Margaret the Sedge Warbler alighted on a branch nearby this structure all that time ago, there was light issuing from within in the dark. But at the moment, there's nothing. Oh. You're not sure what the significance of that might be? Well, somebody's turned the light switch off. Yeah, no, it's, it's, all fully, uh, it's all fully done around here, obviously. Uh, the broadband's a bit twitchy, but otherwise... What would you like to do, Cuthbert? I... Have you got dark vision? Yes. Yes. So you can see 60 feet in darkness, like it was dim light, which means you'd still have disadvantage on any kind of attack rolls or anything in this in this in these conditions. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? I shall sneak into the entrance. Okay. I shall peer around. I shall take it very slowly. I shall crouch down. I shall move at quarter speed. Okay. Very carefully. I uh, will yeah, yeah. have my rapier and my short sword out in my hands. Yeah. Right. Let's have a look at this then. It's going to give you a bit of a map, guys. Okay. You should be able to see Cuthbert. For you to roll 20. And Cuthbert. Uh, so, yeah. Yep. Gotcha. That's your entrance. I'm going to cast Long Strider. Just randomly out in the dark. Lasts for an hour, so... Okay. When he did his um, scouting before, is there any other entrance or exit from this place? He didn't hang around long enough to find out, and he didn't do a, he didn't do a circumnavigation or whatever the, uh, the term would be. This, this structure was just like a dome of mangaroo trees. Clearly something that's created. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Cuthbert, you're sneaking in. Yes? Yes. Okay, give me another stealth check. Another stealth check. This could get really boring for everybody else. Um, stealth on... It's already boring. 18. Okay. And you're creeping forwards. You can see as you get to the entrance, it heads off into this mass to the to your southwest. Yes? Okay, so I'm coming in from the direction of about 2 o'clock... And, That's right. And then uh, what I can see is about, I don't know, 60, 70 foot of a passageway heading southwest to about 7 o'clock. Yes, that's right. Uh, do you want to keep going? You can't hear anything. I'm going to move 15. Because so you're going to move half speed? Quarter speed. And why are you doing the quarter? Because I'm being incredibly careful. Checking for traps and things like that and seeing if there's any trip wires. Okay, so I'll tell you what. What we're going to do is we're going to... You would normally be making any perception checks like that, 
at disadvantage. Let's call it stealth plus. Because you're taking elaborate care. Yeah. I'm going to give you advantage on stealth checks, and I'm going to give you, n- and I'm going to remove the disadvantage on your perception checks. So give me a stealth check at advantage for starting. Stealth check at advantage. The first roll is going to be a twenty-six. No need to make the second roll, and then give me your standard perception without disadvantage. Yeah, is a seventeen. Seventeen's pretty good. Okay, so. You don't see any tripwires. You don't see any obvious snares or deadfalls or traps or any or, or anything. Can I make a survival check just to see what you know what's been moving in and out of the passageway and things like that? Yes, but the, yeah, okay. Give me that. That's going to be a disadvantage. That's fine. Uh, so my first roll is twenty-two, and my disadvantage roll. Oh no, <laughs> gives me a five. Ask. You don't notice any tracks heading backwards and forwards down this passageway. Okay. So on you go. Yep. I'll do another effectively quarter move. Okay. Can I see anything more? Uh, you can see a little more. It looks like you're approaching a junction. Yeah. With multiple options. So a sort of multi-point junction of some sort. Okay. Uh, give me your perception check. Give me your uh, non-disadvantage. Just, just st- give me a standard perception check. Standard perception check. I will have at fourteen. Okay, and give me your stealth check. My stealth check. Yeah, lots of dice rolling at this point. Is nineteen and at That's advantage. Good enough. Good enough. Fine. Okay. The ceiling and the walls are all supported by these mangaroo branches you think clambering and climbing around in this area would be easy because there's so much to hold on to okay there are roots across the floor but you get the sense that some intelligence some organization or something is going on because there's been some clearance going on roots are cut back there is the constant dripping of water and the sort of whine and buzz of mosquitoes. Something you've got quite used to as you're travelling through the swamp, but it just seems to be more intense in this enclosed space. It's humid in there. I mean, the moment that you're inside the entrance, uh, it's a, it's it's fumbulary. It's 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 late mid to late winter. Even though you're a little bit far south, and even though you're in a quite a kind of warm and humid rain belt of weather uh it's fresh out in the swamp as soon as you're inside the lair you can feel the closeness around you uh and there's a smell of kind of decaying vegetable matter a sort of slightly sweet smell of decaying meat something like that there's a kind of sound of air currents almost like a kind of uh like a kind of respiration this this structure is is heaving and moving and flexing as it as it sits in the in the in the swamp and as it does so it kind of pumps and pushes and breathes through its tubules uh the acoustics make it difficult to work out where you're picking up sounds from the sound that you can hear above all of this is the sound of snoring (laughs) yeah that and it's not johnny that's the rest of the party right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they should have come with you. I think that gives you a, a relatively good sense of what you're dealing with. Yep. And it's creaking a little bit like a ship. Did, did we work out how you were going to signal to us to follow on? Well, I think there's going to be more than one signal. You worked it out, but of course... He's going to blow the horn. Well, the horn... Oh, there's going to be a blow... 
blow once for I'm in trouble, come get me. Blow twice for you might as well. well no, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that. I think the thing that was agreed upon was that you would blow the horn if you were in trouble. Yes, that's what it is. Unfortunately, I can't hear it because my ears are blocked. But anyway. <laughs> so it's irrelevant. And or, I can only come once I've finished making tea, which could take some time. Or new squish, Cuthbert. <laughs> okay. Can I move forward? Absolutely. Who would anybody else want to start I'm making their start way towards so sneaking forward? Yeah, I think. Okay, so let's say. get some stealth checks from those of you who are. I'm going to my other map. Oh, this from those of brilliant. you who are. No, it's all perfectly fine. This is all in the plan. I just want so, to know how Buggeroft is going to make it across anything more than a foot and a half deep. Well, but no, Buggeroft is able. Because he's light, he's able to sit on leaves like boats. Uh, Buggeroft and who. who what Parker and Buggeroft are going to start making their way towards the structure. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's. A, we're talking about something. We're talking about a couple of hundred yards, something like that. Give me a couple of stealth checks just to get yourself started. Neither of you were invisible, right? No. So, um, oh dear, <laughs> a two. <laughs> oh dear, which oh, is a five. Okay, and but also moving at fifteen and. Uh, 10. I'm at disadvantage, apparently, according to Hero Lab. So it's 10. Parker and Bugraft, you start sloshing your way forwards as quietly as possible, heading towards where you... basically heading towards a spot in the kind of wet darkness that you think Cuthbert disappeared into. You're not 100% certain where you're going, now you think about it. As soon as you set off, you realise you're not quite sure where you're going. You're just padding off in the general direction that Cuthbert told you he was heading off in. You make it about 50, 60 yards, and as you do so, Parker... You make a bit of a noise. Step um, on a squelch. Yeah, you squelch or something, or you tip something. Out. Yeah, exactly. Step on a toad. Um, bug. Yeah, step on, step on <laughs> a frog. <laughs> yeah, it just goes like a fart cushion. <laughs> and you hear something, Parker and Bugraft. It's not the sound of Cuthbert's horn. It's a weird, enticing, alluring. Sound harpy that wafts its way across you. It's coming to you. You think it's coming from an area not where Cuthbert went, but off to your right, away from this structure a little bit. Yes? Mm-hmm. And can you <laughs> both make a set of wisdom saves? Let's start with Bugraft. The song is coming from more than one. There's more than one voice in the song, Bugraft. It's very important that you understand this. Can you, Bugraft, can you give me five wisdom saving throws? Um, so the, the bit about me blocking my ears, <laughs> oh, was, was yes, that a yes. joke you make... or, or not? I... Well, I mean, it depends upon your point of view. If you wanted to block your ears, then you wouldn't... I think uh, it, I think it was, it was a joke, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get those saving throws. Five saving throws um, uh, very importantly can you give me four and then one there's an undercurrent to the song Bugraft and Parker that's slightly different and if anything even more enticing and alluring so Bugraft four wisdom saving throws I'm just trying to see You're if there's doing... any uh, bonuses from anything I've got danger sense is that going to help yes your danger sense tells you that you're in, in quite a lot of danger yeah <laughs> 
It's a bit like uh, Zayford Breivobrox's <laughs> glasses that go dark when they're the in danger. The Jujanta. Yeah. Yes. So mm. where where is all this happening, Mike? Peril sensitive. Uh, well, uh, you, you uh, Burple and Sessions. Bug Still making tea, aren't we? Yeah, we're making tea and waiting to hear what would happen. Waiting, waiting to, to follow the plan. Mission. And waiting then, to follow uh, the plan. Yes. And then, like two people who had lost their deck of cards on a trip, Parker and Bugraft ran out of patience. And they... That's not a good joke, is it? Like two doctors who went into the hospital that had closed, they found that they were completely out of patience. Uh, they headed. Terrible. They decided to head. Worse. Well, I mean, what do you want? So they decided. Parker and Bugger decided to head on after Cuthbert because they got bored. They covered about so something under half the distance in the dark towards this where they thought Cuthbert was going. You don't know. You can't see them. They just padded off. Um, and Parker has not distinguished himself in the in the area of stealth checks. And they must have made enough noise to attract the attention of something. And they. They are uh, being enticed by a uh, an alluring magical song. Okay, if I roll four dice on uh, if it's exploding separate and I have plus two, is that going to be a dice roll? Just roll four. Just roll four d twenty. I'll just do. Hang on, just, just roll four d twenty. You're doomed. Ooh. Okay, Whoa. so you've rolled five d twenty. Uh, so <laughs> how difficult can it be? No, but that's the you wanted four and one, so he's done four and one. No, I wanted four and then one. That was the whole point. But because the saving throw DC is different. On yeah, but the you've fifth. got them in the sequence, haven't you? Uh, 10, 9, okay. 13, 21. Very good point. Wasn't okay. quite what I wanted. Got it. Can and I re-roll? Parker, could I get uh, five wisdom saves from you, please? Uh, I need to add two on each of those. Got it. So you've got 12, 11, 15, 22, and three. Yeah, uh, but I would get to re-roll the one because I'm a hobbit. Okay, uh, well, you can come back to that in a moment. And Lucas, uh, you've rolled 10, 13, 9, 13, and 12. Yeah. Uh, can you re-roll your one? Uh, it's not particularly relevant, but you might as well do it. Uh, so that's... Okay, getting a six. Parker so and Bugraft. They're you... all plus two. Yeah. That's fine. I'm looking at that. You've got a 12, a 15, and an 11, a 15, and a 14, right? Yeah. Uh, Parker and Bugraft, you find yourselves transfixed by this magical song. Not only do you find yourselves transfixed and allured, but all you can think of, and in fact, all you can do is turn yourselves towards the source of this song and start stepping towards the source of it, the magical voices in the dark, and we'll pick it up next week. (laughs) (laughs) What What? did you say it was, Johnny? No, no, it's not a fake ending. We are actually finishing at ten past nine. The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. Encounter at Blackwall Keep and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. Encounter at Blackwall Keep was written by Sean K. Reynolds. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening. Thank you.